Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We're back with more of Sabres Live. Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Remembering RJ through RJ Sabres Classics on MSG. All the way through September 8th, including a couple more tonight, beginning at 7 with Game 4 versus Ottawa and 99, followed by Curtis Brown, Marty, and his game winner against Byron Defoe and the Bruins, which, of course, would set the stage in a Game 6 win to then face Toronto for the first and still only time in their histories against one another. Yeah, I got called up in that Toronto series for game one and two because uh, Dom wasn't playing those two games. Dwayne Rollison actually played one game one, lost game two. I was home for game three. And when we rewatched Sabres Classic in the uh, month of March of 2020 in April, mm-hmm. um, you could see me doing a very nice interview, Zamboni side, like in game three, I believe. And uh, I think I said, oh, I was ready to play. If Lindy and the coaching staff needed me to play, I was ready to play. I'm uh, just go back to the minors, kid. Like go back to Rochester, go try to win a Calder Cup there. But uh, it was it was a it was a great series. Ninety nine playoffs, uh, Buffalo, the buzz around the building. Obviously, going all the way to the Cup Finals against Dallas. But that series against Toronto was definitely electric. It certainly was, and uh, ultimately, we are now talking about the Leafs in our teams of the day and the fact that, you know, between the Lightning, which we talked about in the first half hour, and the Leafs, just the one playoff series all time between these two, and Buffalo emerged victorious in 1999, and historically speaking, 121 wins, 76 losses, and 28 overtime or tie decisions. The Sabres are 73, 31, and 9 all-time at home versus the Leafs. Now, I think what's remarkable about this, and obviously it started day one, first ever meeting between the Leafs and Sabres, day one meaning Punch Imlac organizing the franchise, pulling it together after his extended greatness in Toronto, beating the Leafs the first time, and there was always that, rivalry but then the rivalry dissipated because they weren't in the same conference didn't see each other very much but even amidst the last 12 years marty i would say which obviously have not seen any playoff seasons for the sabers i think it's pretty remarkable that buffalo's gone 22 19 and 6 over the last 12 years in regular season play against toronto like they always find a way 
except for one season where they were swept in recent memory. And that was the only time it ever happened. Well, but they've been ultra competitive, even since if you want to make it even more specific, like when the Leafs got Austin Matthews, right? Like they've been expected to win since Matthews came along. Well, the Sabres are 10, 12, and 2 in those years since Matthews came. And we know that the Sabres have not been a playoff team. But they've the rivalry is such that it almost it's it's a coin flip every time, which makes it all the more exciting. I'm loving how Rasmus Dallin is getting under the skin of Austin Matthews in these days. When we go back to the Heritage Classic, right? Matthews got suspended for the cross check. And then there was Dylan Cousins who, you know, hit Matthews. And then Bunting, Bunting and came the after it, yeah. him. And, and it, it led to a great meme of Cousins by the glass, like celebrating outside the rink. So that, but but I love that. Those are what rivalries should be like. Good physical play, some, you know, emotions and intensity that, uh, that raise right up. Um, and look, you talk about the success that the Sabres have had against the Leafs in Buffalo. Um, I, I take it from the people that experienced it from the other side. Glenn Healy, ba- backup goaltender extraordinaire. Well, he was kind of like me. Played a little bit as a starter, but backed up a lot. Uh, he was just in town Monday with the NHL Alumni Association. And he's like, oh, I like the ride this morning a lot better than I did uh, when I played that QEW massacre. Every time we came down to Buffalo, we got killed and went back. And I and he mentioned New Year's Day, how they would always or come often around New Year's or New Year's Day to Buffalo. Well, one of my very first New Year's Day experience with the Sabres was at the turn of the millennium. January 1st, 2000, 2000 as we celebrated bye-bye to the 90s and into the 2000s, uh, the Leafs came in and we crushed them 8-1. to one. And I remember be- at the beginning of the game, Miroslav Satan's wife, Ingrid, was an opera singer in Slovakia. And she would sing the anthem once in a while. Well, it's New Year's Day on the new millennium. So they put her at center ice in this ball gown, like red ball gown. And she's singing the national anthem opera style. And on the Jumbotron, which I never looked that way, because if you've been to Sabres game, the home goaltender always has to face towards the the end zone because the flags are there, right? Remember Brian Miller always having his back turned basically to everybody. So, but the national anthem is going... The, the 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 lights are dark, like they, there's no lights. And all I could see in the glass is the reflection from the Jumbotron. And they're showing the fireworks from around the world. Because, you know, the day before, if you followed the transition to the new millennium, they got fireworks from Australia to Japan to China to Europe. And then it moved on to us, right? So they did a compilation of fireworks from around the world and Ingrid Shatan singing the anthem. I had the goosebumps right through my equipment and we went out and kicked the living crap out of the Leafs 8-1 that day, which was awesome. Well, I dare say RJ was um, in opera mode back on uh, March 19th of 1981. This was probably the most memorable game I can recall as a kid listening at home on radio. Yeah, 14 to four, the Sabres defeated the Maple Leafs on home ice and poor RJ did not have much of a voice by the end of it. Like (laughs) it it was absolutely crazy sitting there listening to the excitement. That was the, you know, the record nine goal second period and all that. And 
And there have been some big ones over the years, 14-4, and of course the 8-1 game that you mentioned in 2000. And it's just... Well, I won't say it, that. We lost 6-2 two days later in Toronto, but that's yeah, okay. Yeah, but that's okay. <laughs> there have definitely been a few moments like that. But one name really stood out today when I was diving into the numbers, which speaks to your profession, and it speaks directly to what Ryan Miller told us during his banner yes. raising. And that was, there's nothing better than waking up the next day after you've beaten the Maple Leafs. Mm -hmm. And Craig Anderson deserves a tip of the cap, if not an honorary mention. Maybe he needs a small banner like you in the rafters, like okay. we came up with last year. 4-0. <laughs> oh. Craig Anderson as a Buffalo Sabre, ladies and gentlemen. 4-0, oh, 1.88. Nine, three, and five. Put him in the Sabres Hall of Fame right now. I will carry the mail on this message and make sure that Craig gets his rightful place in this organization's history. What well, a Sabres job are by playing, him. Sabres have three games against the Leafs this year. I think that we will sign Craig Anderson to play in all three of these three, games. Three one-day contracts? Three one-day contracts. <laughs> Come on, get ready. Just take shots the week before because we know Craig Anderson didn't practice much anyway. Not yep. going to matter. Just show up. He's got their numbers from the time he was with the Ottawa Senators. And obviously with the Buffalo Sabres, it continued. He was awesome. How about this, though? The most unique stat you can come across when it comes to goaltenders and playing the Leafs is a goalie goal. And I was so frustrated that it didn't happen to me. I've told the story a million times, but Mika Noronen mm -hmm. scored a goal against the Toronto Maple Leafs. It was a game where I started and got pulled. And it is 5-4 for us late in the stages of the game. And Noronen made a save. And I believe it was Michael Reinberg that got the puck and shot it all, went to pass it to the point, and he passed it all the way into the net. And Miko Noronen got credited with the goal. And I think I'm it was on the Robert bench. Reichel. Oh, Robert Reichel. That wasn't Reinberg. Right, Robert Reichel. Thank you for correcting me. I'll get you next time when you say Thursday is Wednesday and Wednesday is Thursday, but I forgot about that. But anyway, Robert Reichel passes it up front. So I'm celebrating. Yes, I'm not getting the loss because we won. I got pulled. But Damn it, I wanted to be the guy to score a goal. I don't care how it happened. I just want my name to have a G and a one next to it. But it was Mika Noren that got a goal in Toronto. Where do you think I was working then? You were working for Leafs TV. Yes, I was. And <laughs> that's it, why I, you remember Robert Reichel. And, and what common thing was happening then? What what commonality between then and now? when it comes to post-game internet and oh, what we no. still struggle. What do you think was challenging to know when we were doing our post-game show on Leafs TV? Well, the scorecard and knowing the NHL real-time stats, yes. misidentifying, not clarifying, being indecisive about <laughs> who actually scored the goal. <laughs> and it was yes. like, just get it right please is it Mika Norin and no it's given to Henrik Talinder they gave the goal to so and so and that's just, usually you find out uh, after your post game show is over that uh, oh yeah it's been credited to the goalie and you could have done a half an hour on that alone but you you didn't <laughs> oh it's a terrific memory though and obviously Mika Norin is the only well I shouldn't say obviously but he is to my knowledge the only Sabres netminder to score against the Maple Leafs um Perot Pominville, Martin, Vanek, Gare, Robert. They did their damage against the Maple Leafs over the years. Um, 
14 hat tricks over the years from 11 different players, wow. but nobody quite like Ryan Miller, you know, 10, there've been 10, only 10 shutouts of the Leafs in the head to head history okay. by six different goalies, but Miller had four of them. Miller had did, four of the did 10. I have like, one? You did. Yep. Okay. You good. One. good. I'm, yep. I'm happy to say that I had, one. but did you notice like this? I is, didn't, I don't I, remember the a, game, but I had one. This is a fan. This is a legitimate fan um, question Okay. when, and I'm sure you get it all the time, like golf tournaments, public events. And, you know, did you have, did you feel better in certain arenas? Did you uh, play better against certain opponents? Did you notice things like this in your teammates with certain matchups? So as someone who was very close to Ryan, was there anything different about him on game days against the Maple Leafs that was, that was that you could somehow notice. No, I don't think it was just Ryan. I think it was a whole team aspect. Like I could tell you when we were playing the Leafs, it felt mm-hmm. different. Felt yeah. different in Toronto. It felt different in Buffalo. It always felt different. Uh, if Minnesota was in town or if we played in Minnesota, it didn't feel the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. I, and for certain, certain people, I know when we played Detroit and Milsey was playing, he was on edge. He was really on edge. He was intense. Mm-hmm. He was on edge. It happens. But when it was Toronto, it was the whole team. The whole team was. And look, I started playing Toronto when it was Robbery Taidomi. Like yeah. that was the time when I started. Like you, you could tell there was something about to happen when it was Robbery Taidomi. Mm-hmm. And that I remember Brian Campbell one time going back for a puck, and Taidomi was coming down, breathing down his neck. And Soupy bailed out and Lindy laid into Soupy for bailing out. And I'm like, you know what? I would have done the same thing, Soupy. Don't, don't, don't be, uh, you know, don't be too hard on yourself. Like Taidomi's come in hundred miles an hour to hit you. Mm-hmm. He bailed out and Lindy was mad, but that's what, that's the errors and the intensity that those games brought. Remember the whole John Scott, Phil Kessel preseason oh, shenanigans. Ryan Miller, with- Jonathan Bernier fight. Oh my gosh, we had the um Dion Phaneuf, Steve Ott kiss blowing moment. Like oh, it, yeah. like there's so much of it. Because Phaneuf tried to knee Brendan Gooley, and then that sparked a whole thing. And it just there it doesn't really matter what era, what collection of players are suited up. You're right. Like there's always something that becomes a thing for a year or two. You know, and obviously it was Jack and Austin. Yeah. For the first few years, like every game was like, oh my gosh, like look at them trying to outdo each other. Yeah. That was exciting. It was absolutely entertaining with well, the what skill I love that these guys about... have and the showmanship, right? Oh. The showmanship because yeah. their celebrations, they're banging on the glass in their respective arenas. Yeah. It was pretty cool. It was really cool. But what I like most now is it's not one guy against one guy when it comes to the Sabres and yeah. the Leafs. It's not Eichel versus Matthews. It's Thompson and and cousins and Darlene and it's going to be power right even more and more so because he's from over there mm-hmm. and he will play a big role and those guys now they go against Matthews and Marner and and, and Nylander and there's it's not one against one anymore and yep. to me that is the beauty of what this rivalry is becoming um three games against the Leafs this year Unfortunately, we only get to do one of them because two of them are national TV duffer, but still. I'm sorry. Uh, fortunately. Well, no, unfortunately. For, fortunately. For you, you hate the Leafs. I want yeah. the fans because the fans turned on to those Leafs games more than any other teams because no, they, they love don't. it. They do. They do. And I want us to be able to bring the joy and uh, everything that comes with it. Not ESPN, Hulu, or TNT. I want us to bring the joy. Fortunately, only one out of the three, but I know you're happy about that. 
I am so happy. You have no you idea. Have to, you don't have to do research on the leaves all that much. <laughs> we barely had any last year. Yeah, you're right. Oh, you're long right. may this trend continue. <laughs> well, if they do meet in the playoffs at some point. Uh, well, it would only be, be first no round more. that we could do it. Oh, uh, we're going to be I've... doing playoff recaps at, at any moment on this show. We're going to be mm-hmm. diving into the leaves. Yeah. Um, by the way. You know, for all of Miller's greatness against Toronto, he, of course, as you would expect, holds the mark for most saves in a game versus Toronto. He stopped 48 of 50 one night in a 3-2 win. Of course, that was during his Vesna Trophy winning season. Man, it's hard to find poor games for Ryan that year. year. It was remarkable how he just kept knocking off milestones. And, like, he was so ridiculously consistent that year and kind of jumped off the page when I was looking back in the history books on that today. But uh, your career mark against the Maple Leafs was eight, eight and two. Does that feel about right? Feels about right. I had some yeah. great games. And then, like I said, we, we, we went eight, one, one day we mm-hmm. go into Toronto, lose six, two the next. I got yeah. pulled in the game. Probably could have been eight, nine and two because that game that I got pulled when Oren scored, we should have lost, but we came back and Mika got the win. So um, I, I had, Average, average games against the Leafs, really good ones or average to bad ones. Miller was 31, 15, and three. Donnie Edwards, 16, six, and four. Jerry Desjardins, seven, two, and oh, among the wow. best net mining performances the Sabres have had career wise against the Toronto Maple Leafs. That'll wrap up our T for teams of the day. We're back with, uh, what are we coming back? This Maybe a little this or that. Yeah. We're ta- are we talking baseball and lacrosse? That's how we're dressed today. And. What else do you want to get oh, into? The Leafs won seven, not, not the Leafs, the, the the Leafs. Okay, let's move on from the Leafs. I was going to say, the, happy to say the Leafs won. The Blue Jays won seven, nothing yesterday. Happy yes, to say that. Yes, and a banner for Banditland debuted on YouTube. So yes. that may be why we are wearing what we're wearing today. But we are giving you a little uh, reminder now that uh, $10, all you need to get into a game for the Prospects Challenge, which yes. is coming up real quick here. The 2023 Challenge over at Lecom Harbor Center has Buffalo, Boston, Montreal, New Jersey, Ottawa, and Pittsburgh involved. And it's all part of Fan Fest Weekend, which is on September the 16th in Alumni Plaza. So check that out, sabers.com slash prospects, this or that, coming up on Sabres Live. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.